Good morning, mystics. Welcome to another live streamed podcast episode, except today is Friday instead of Sunday. <laughs> we are experimenting a bit here over at Spiritually Inspired. Um, and I'll be transparent. The goal here with my live streaming is to be as efficient as I possibly can because my time is quite limited at the moment, but I love what I do. So I want to make sure that I'm able to commit to a schedule that works for me, that enables me a plenty of time to do all the other things I need to do that involve the spiritually inspired brand and also able to live a life <laughs> and do fun things like make vision boards, which is the topic of today's podcast episode. So for a few weeks, I'm going to try live streaming our Friday episodes on Friday morning, early morning, like today, and live stream our Sunday astrology episodes as well separately. Before I was kind of lumping them together, uh, but now we're going to try pulling them out a little bit, see how that goes for us. So if you are new here, my name is Sarah Ray, and I'm so happy to be here. I'm a writer and I'm a medium and I'm an intuitive and a healer, and I do all sorts of fun spiritual awesomeness here at Spiritually Inspired. <laughs> and you can please hit the subscribe button if you're enjoying what you're seeing and what you're hearing. I would really appreciate it. It helps us reach more modern mystics with more spiritual awesomeness. Today is New Year's Eve 2021, and we are talking about vision boards. No matter when you happen to find this episode, though, or this video, or whenever you happen to find this, it is a perfect time to make a vision board. You don't just have to do it on New Year's or around the New Year. At any point in time, you can make an excellent vision board, and today we're going to be talking about how to make effective vision boards. We're doing vision boards for beginners. So what is a vision board exactly? Vision boards are visual representations of our specific goals, intentions, wishes, and values that we're trying to call into our lives. They can be either physical or digital or any size you need or want them to be. They can really look like anything you want. If you're an artist, you can paint it from scratch. You can be like me and I just did print out the magazine cutouts. Do whatever it means to you to make it meaningful and creative and beautiful for you to look at because you want to be looking at every single day. So no reason to wait for any sort of circumstances to be perfect to make a vision board. Just go ahead and just make it. Now is just a great time because we're all feeling excited about moving forward because it's a lot of Capricorn and <laughs> a lot of Capricorn energy right now at this time of year. So we're all very excited to move forward with our lives. So you have the power to manifest anything you wish at any point in time with the power of a vision board as a tool in your manifesting tool belt. So... Um, I also want to point out that vision boards are not the finish line. It's just a stepping stone. It's just a tool to manifesting and calling in what it is that you're trying to call in and create. Setting goals is never enough. And also just making vision boards just isn't enough. We need to make sure we don't forget why we set the goals in the first place. And we also need to take inspired, deliberate action in order to co-create with the universe. And we'll talk a little bit about that in this episode as well. We must take expired, inspired action. Also worth noting, vision boards are not the, the place for impossibly high expectations. Um, you deserve to have all you wish to have in this world, but the vision board space is not meant for you to put pictures of mansions or Lamborghinis or ridiculous things like that. That's not really what vision boards are about. They're more about cultivating feelings and more about uh, mapping out your action plans and what your values are and reminding you of what your why is and why you're going after what it is that you're going after. 
So how do vision boards work exactly? Vision, or sometimes known as action boards, work on a subconscious level. To understand how they can help you, you have to understand how the law of attraction works. Our subconscious beliefs and thoughts create neural pathways in our brains, and these pathways become more pronounced the more we engage in that specific thought pattern or that specific idea and belief. They get deeper and deeper as the same patterns are created over and over again. Thanks to these really deep neural pathways, our brains will continuously look for more opportunities to reinforce those specific neural pathways. This is how we attract more of what we already believe, think, and feel into our lives. And that same principle goes to how we change what we're attracting and change what we're bringing into our lives. So you have to change the neural pathways in your brain in order to change what it is that you are attracting. You can do this by reciting affirmations or creating vision boards that accurately represent what you wish to attract because you'll start changing the patterns and changing your thoughts, thus changing the neural pathways in your brain. When you your vision board gets hung up at a place you can easily see, like you can see mine back there, your subconscious neural pathways will begin to change because you're noticing it on a subconscious level. You don't necessarily have to sit and stare at it every single day, although you certainly can and should if you are able to, but that isn't the only way they work. Even if you're not directly staring at your board every day, your brain is still at analyzing the data that is upon it whenever you're in its vicinity, which is why they're so powerful and effective. They act as reminders of our goals and our intentions and our whys behind what we're doing, what we're doing, and also it's reprogramming our brain. <laughs> and this is why it's so important to be mindful when you're creating your vision board. This is why it's not the place for those million dollar mansions or the Lamborghinis or anything ridiculous like that. It's meant for what you're trying to cultivate in your lifestyle, not necessarily an item that you want to have, but those work as well. Like for example, I have a desktop computer picture on my um, vision board because I would love to call in a desktop computer this year. <laughs> but that's um, so I can work towards my bigger why, which is my entrepreneurial success. So that sort of thing is important to consider when you're making your vision board because it's impacting you on a subconscious level. So how to make a vision board. Vision boards, again, like I mentioned, come in all shapes and sizes and complexities, and they're always reflecting the style of the person who created it. Look around for inspiration, but never try to replicate somebody else's vision board because you won't really be able to do that anyway, but that's just not the purpose of it. It's meant to be only for you. And another thing I want to mention that before you begin doing these steps that we're going to list out here in a minute, it's vital that you express gratitude for all the blessings you already have because that is the most important part in manifesting. You can be happy and content with where you are now and be grateful for all the blessings you have while also striving for a better future or a different future. So please keep that in mind as you're making your vision board, express a lot of gratitude for where you currently are and then visualize where you're going in the future. So the first step in creating a vision board is to get specific. <laughs> in order to create a vision board with intention, you need to have a really good understanding of what you actually want. Again, no Lamborghinis here. Think back to that example. What do you really want the house or do you want the emotion that house will give you? Do you really want to build a business or are you just looking for some sort of freedom? These sorts of questions are really important to consider. Um, and the next thing, after you get really specific and really clear on what it is that you're doing, then it's time to start gathering your supplies. When you're cutting images out of magazines or printing them out on the internet or using things you already have, it's a good idea to get everything ready in one spot. That way you won't get distracted from when you're making your vision board so you can more easily hold your intentions while you're creating that vision board and creating your collage. So you can 
create an entire ritual around this, really create a space to focus on manifesting on your vision board while you're putting all your pieces together, hold that space, really visualize like in your mind's eye, what it is that you're going for. And you'll be able to infuse that collage with a lot of intention and a lot of purpose. The more energy you put into your vision board, the more effective it's going to be in the long run. And you can make it as small, as large as you need to illustrate what you need to have. And also I want to point out that the pictures that you're using, they don't need to be literal. Like, yes, I have a literal photo of a desktop computer on my vision board, but that is not always the case. Like I also have a silhouette of a a woman's head with a, a sunset. It's a double exposure of a sunset. And to me, that means like emotional freedom, emotional calmness. So a lot of the photos and a lot of the images we're using are meant to be symbolic. Um, a lot of the words as well don't necessarily have to be literal. So keep that in mind as well as you're kind of going through your magazines or your printing images that they don't necessarily have to be literal. Um, Some things are more easy to be literal than others. Like for example, if you want to get better at yoga, like I do, you can put a picture on there of someone doing really cool yoga, but you don't have to stick with just that. So be creative again here and be sure to use things that are symbolic to you. And that will also make it more unique to you. And another reason why you can't replicate somebody else's work. The next thing you need to do in creating your vision board is to display it and create an action plan. Pick a spot for it to be displayed. Sure, you can shove it in the back of a closet and it will probably still work, but it really does your brain more justice if you actually have it out in the open. Sit down and create an action plan after that that will bring you closer to these goals. How am I saving for my desktop computer? How am I planning on getting better at yoga? These sorts of things. Make a list of mini goals or tasks that will contribute to your larger larger goals. I find that a lot easier to do as like a goal setting system. You have your big goal here and then you create a bunch of smaller micro goals that you can kind of divvy up between the weeks of the months or however long it's going to take for you to get to that point in time. And then you work on those smaller goals that will ultimately bring you to your bigger goals, a lot less daunting, and a lot easier to do in the long run. Dreams will always be dreams if you don't have an action plan to back them up. This is so important. This is why vision boards often get called action boards, because it also doesn't do any good to just throw up some pictures and then never do anything about it. (laughs) They're not wish boards. That's not how this works. We are co-creating with the universe. We're not demanding the universe do everything for us. We are working in tandem with the universe. And this is part of it, creating that action plan and actually taking deliberate steps towards your goals. But at the same time, this brings me to my next point here, that we need to release attachment to these goals, or more specifically, releasing attachment to how we're going to get there and what the outcome will specifically be. Because the universe works in really mysterious ways, and the universe understands what you want and is conspiring to make that dream a reality. So keep an open mind about how you're going to get there, what it's going to look like in the end. Because blessings can manifest in unexpected ways, and there's a really good chance that you're going to end up calling in something that is way better than anything you could have ever possibly imagined. Uh, So I hope that makes sense. That is probably the third most important thing when it comes to manifesting behind being really clear and being grateful. Releasing attachment to the how and the outcome is key in manifesting. Just understand and trust that your wish and intentions have been received by the cosmic intelligence and it will come back to you in some way, shape or form, as long as you are doing your part as well. You're staying grateful. You're staying really clear about what it is you're going after. And then you are taking inspired action to get there. Even if you ultimately end up derailing and going somewhere completely different, you have to essentially prove to the universe that you're willing to do your part. And then it's going to do its part because that's the universal law. 
So the next thing is to pay attention and continuing to take action. Synchronicities are happening all around us all the time. And our level of awareness affects how well we receive these little clues from the universe that our manifestation is either already on its way or coming in a different form. Once your board is created, it's important to keep your eyes open for these messages that may be telling you where to hone in your focus. Again, you might understand that this is where I want to be, but I'm kind of being called, being pulled to go in this direction. And that's ultimately going to be better for you in the long run. Pay attention to these synchronicities. And that's also really validating when you start realizing that these messages are coming to you, you can more easily understand where you need to go and where you're headed. And it's just building up that confidence a little bit and a little bit of trust too. The universe is not your genie. (laughs) Keep taking action. Even if you start to realize that you're probably going to be going in a different direction than you originally thought, which will probably happen. That's just how manifesting works. Just continue to co-create with the universe. (laughs) Don't expect the universe to do everything for you. Now, the last thing here that I want to mention about creating a vision board is to revisit and revamp as a necessary, but I do think it's important to leave it up for at least six months to give the universe a chance to send those miracles your way. Once you're, but once you kind of in, uh, embodied and manifested everything that's on your vision board or close to everything, it's time to replace it with something else and kind of revamp it and revisit your values and your goals. Like for me personally, I don't redo my vision board every single year. It's actually a big deal when I redo my vision board. I just redid this one a couple weeks ago and um, it's been like three years, probably at least since I've made a new vision board. And I've noticed that a lot of the same themes are still there because they're more lifestyle choices. But um, my goals for my businesses and goals for my uh, parenthood and my personal lives have changed a lot in the last couple of years. So that's why I remade my vision board. But for the most part, um, I only make it when I feel as though I'm in a new season of life. That might be different for you. Uh, you might, you know, really want to gain the specific goal. And then once that goal is done, you scrap it all and you completely start over with a more specific goal. You kind of have to play around with this a little bit, but you do need to revisit and revamp as necessary in order to continue to manifest your goals and continue working in tandem with the universe for what is best for you and what is meant for you. The idea is to not let your vision board go stale. I've definitely done this as well, where eventually you just, it's not resonating with you anymore. So you just stop looking at it and therefore the neural pathways in your brain stop stop being reprogrammed. So you just don't want that to happen. You want to keep it up to date with where you want to be so you can continue to have it work on a subconscious level. Remake it as often as you intuitively feel that you need it and reflect upon your progress often as well. That's kind of relating back to keeping an eye out for synchronicities. You want to make sure that you're paying attention and that you're reflecting and that you're staying grateful while doing it. This is all very validating and really simple to do because they all blend together. This is all what the manifesting process is. And I've talked about manifesting at length in my books and on my blog and in my podcast. So I hope that you have the chance to go back and review some of these things. Um, My book is more specifically about manifesting money and changing your money mindset. It's called just that manifest, find, uh, manifesting abundance, change your money mindset with the law of attraction, but all the principles are still the same. You need to call in gratitude. You need to co-create with the universe. You need to release attachment to the outcomes and the house, and you need to look for those synchronicities and you need to revamp and revisit and reflect 
often. All of these are key to making successful vision boards and to just manifesting successfully in general. Like for me, I really love having something tangible to look at or to feel and to see that will keep me in, in alignment with what my actual goals are and where I want to be headed. And I hope that makes sense to you as well. I feel as though I, um, the more I talk to more spiritual people and out in the world, I feel that is true for a lot of people where they want to feel like they have something tangible to hold. Because a lot of the spiritual and new age concepts that we talk about are really, they're really abstract. They're really hard to grasp. So something like a vision board or a crystal or whatever is something that you can hold on to and set with intention that you can refer back to as a visual cue and a visual reminder that it's like, oh yeah, I did set that intention. Yes, I am working towards this. So yes, I can more easily hone in my focus on this one particular thing so I can better do what it is that I'm meant to do. So there are your steps to creating vision boards. You get specific, you gather your supplies and get creative. You display and take, make an action plan and then you release attachment and continue taking action. You pay attention and look for synchronicities. You revisit, revamp and reflect as often as you need to. So I hope all those make sense. If you have any questions regarding vision boards, please do leave them down in the comments. Or if you want to share your vision board, I would love to see it because I'm super nosy. <laughs> and I would also like to leave you with another book recommendation. This one is not my own. It's called The Source by Dr. Tara Swart. Um, it, this book is excellent because it's essentially taking a neural scientist's perspective on manifesting with the law of attraction, which is how I learned how to change those neural pathways in your brain so that your subconscious mind is constantly looking for things to reaffirm what it is already in your brain. So if you want more information about that, keep or excuse me, go check out the source by Dr. Tara Swart. She also talks a lot about what she calls action boards. They're essentially the same thing as vision boards, in my opinion, because you're taking action on your visions. But she goes through how to make them as well. A, a lot of this is inspired by her and my own experiences. So yes, the source by Dr. Tara Swart will tell you more about how vision boards affect your mind and how they affect you, your manifesting abilities on a subconscious level. So I hope that was helpful and I hope to see you again here next week. Thanks for watching and listening.